The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel at My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into all sports talk. Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan on this beautiful day in Murfreesboro. Jeff, I hope you enjoyed it. You're talking about the The day? day? Yes. Enjoyed the day very much, yes. Man, you're out reaping wheat and getting your field ready for next year, right? Actually, I paid a bunch of bills today, and I worked on some Hall of Fame things. And, and um, Am I in it? No, and I worked on some <laughs> some uh, other issues. Well, it, I didn't mean to get real personal. No, I'm just telling you, you asked me. Well, I, you got I'm your sure. evening wide open. You don't have Braves baseball to worry with. Well, that is true. No Braves baseball. <laughs> I'm not sure there's any baseball tonight, is there? There is no baseball tonight. Uh, so it's going to be it's going to be the the Phillies and the Astros. That's correct. Does anybody care? I do. You do. I do. Yeah. Who are you rooting for? Phillies. I am too, but I'm not really rooting. I mean, that you know, I'm for. I'm not going to you know put my life on the line for it. But yeah, if I I, I got to be for somebody. I've enjoyed. I've, frankly, I've enjoyed watching the playoffs. I've watched more of it than uh, than I have in, in a while, I guess. Um, now here's the here's the the bad part of the deal, Jeff, because of the playoffs being round one, round two, round three, and now World Series round four. When two teams clinch this early, game four and five on on the same day, that leaves you four or five days of dead spot because you, you're not going to take that World Series game that you had scheduled on. I think it's Friday night when it opens, and move it back to Tuesday, which would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? To, yes. To do that and to save yourself three or four days, but that won't happen. So we we're going to have the uh, November Classic. <laughs> Doesn't sound right, does it? No. It used to be the October Classic, didn't it? I, and you and I remember, most of our audience, regrettably, Tim does not. <laughs> our board operator doesn't remember either. But the World Series used to be played in the daytime. Yes. There were no night games. And uh, so you saw a lot of people that, uh, I don't want to say cheated, but... There was a lot of people that watched the World Series while they were at work, and which meant they got no work done. Jeff, the, the, the statute of limitations is up on us as teachers, correct? Well, yes. I mean, we've been out of it a long time. Yes. We were amongst that group of teachers that would not have class that afternoon because the World Series happened to be on. We, we were trying to find some, some validation for that. If it's math, you get to add the scores. <laughs> Geography, <laughs> take a left at first base. <laughs> but... Uh, a lot of that, uh, a lot of that took place, especially, and a lot of it took place with people who could care less about the World Series. Yes, yeah, probably right. I, um, and, and I don't really remember. I remember people sneaking in a portable uh, radio, a Walkman type thing, transistor radio, and listening to it. And the teachers would pretend not to notice many times. Or, and then ask what the score is. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I do remember this very distinctly at Rockvale. Um, Mr. Reed, uh, the, the late W.E. Reed, who was just an outstanding individual, really, uh, he allowed us to watch the World Series, one game of it in the auditorium, and he somehow we managed to get a portable television set in there and watch it. It wasn't a big screen, I wouldn't think. No, and that proved to be the perfect game, Don Larson's perfect game. Of course, I didn't know what I was watching. I didn't know. How important this really was, you know, until it was over and we were told that it was a perfect game. But I got to watch it. So otherwise, I wouldn't have gotten to see it. I, you know, if you watched Don Larson's perfect game. Is that yeah, what you're saying? that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And how far, clo- how close to the TV were you? Because if you weren't very close, oh, you weren't there wasn't see it. but about ten, twelve people in there watching. Oh, okay, I got you. Um, but anyway, we were allowed to do that. And, I, and looking back on it, that that, that was that was fine. 
You remember the last hitter? I do not. Well, it was a Brooklyn Dodger, of course, Dale Mitchell, who was a really good hitter. Batting, he, must, he had to be pinch hitting because he had to be he hitting was, ninth. He was pinch hitting, and I and, and I looked up his record, and I'm I, I don't remember how long he was with the Cleveland Indians for a long time. I don't remember, uh, uh, but I do know he 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 was a really good hitter. I know that, and um, he. He took a call third strike, which. Well, what I do remember is Yogi Berra, the little pudge, yeah. going out there and uh, taking like Larson was a tree and clamped on him and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. had no feet on the ground. Larson had to carry him around a little while, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And then uh, Larson, as I guess most people know if they've ever bothered to look it up, he, he was just a very average pitcher. He, and his record lifetime, although he pitched a lot of games and he was pitching for a good team, it was below 500. You know, he was just happened to be the starting It'd be pitcher. interesting to look back at the – I saw on the, the news, I think this morning or yesterday, something – I think there's been something like 300-some-odd, maybe 400-some-odd no-hitters pitched in the in the Yeah, big I leagues. don't know. Whatever. Significant number. How many of those do you think were pitched by people that really were not very good pitchers? You know, that, that yeah. they might not have won 50 games in their career. A, just, a bunch, wasn't it? Yeah, I would I would think so. It just, the, it just happened to be that day – Against that team at that place, and they they had what it took. Something was special about that that one time, or or you could be Nolan Ryan and have it happen to you seven times. I mean, it just depends. Think about the Johnny Vandermeer doing it twice in a row. Right. That's that, and who's heard of Johnny Vandermeer other than me and you? Right, right. And never did, never did it before then or after then, which which is I guess normal. Um. I can't remember who it was that pitched no hitters on the same night. Venezuela did it, and somebody else—I forget now who it was—pitched a no hitter on the same night, and not not in the same game, of course, but the same night. That that's rare. Well, let's 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 bring okay. it up to today. Today, Phillies and Phillies. <laughs> Astros. The Astros sweep the Yankees, and uh, Aaron Judge. I thought that's pretty interesting. He made the last out of the deal. Yeah, uh, you know. The yeah. guy that broke the home run record was stymied and whatever. Uh, and Phillies made short work. Uh, had, had a great series in, uh, with San Diego, but uh, Phillies, Phillies are on fire. That um, Soto, who was traded from your Reds, right? No, he was traded um, from the Washingtons. The yeah, the Nationals. Nationals. I'm sorry. And, and there's a number of people, evidently, I don't know, but that – think that he perhaps is the best player in the league. He was just an outstanding player. And he's gotten to San Diego, and he I'm sure he's an outstanding player. But he hadn't been since he's been there in the last couple of months. He hadn't hit very well. No, he has not. Uh, every professional Jeff does go through that, especially in baseball. 162 game, plus, 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 plus. Everybody's got to have a dry spell once in a while. And, so, and it really magnifies it when it comes in a, in a playoff series and so forth. Uh, you said – you really don't have a lot of interest in it, uh, but you are pull for the Phillies if you just had to had to say something. Yes, I, I, I am going to root for the Phillies and a little bit, I guess I will a little bit. Uh, and then there, I I'll have to to say this. I'm, I'm obviously an old old man, even older than that, and I've seen a lot of great players on TV, and some of them I've been lucky and seen them in person. But I believe Bryce Harper has got the fastest bat and the most aggressive swing of most players. That guy can play. You know, I did not realize Kyle Schwarber was such a good player. He played for the Cubs and was just kind of anonymous to me. He's just another guy. But uh, he led the league in home runs this year, and Jeff, he hit a couple bombs. He did. That's right. That's right. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. We're going to do it a little early because we've got a lot of football to talk about for sure. We've talked baseball all we want. If you would like to call and talk about baseball or anything else, feel free to give us a call at 893-1450. This is All Sports Talk.
Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low T Center. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for $155 a month or covered by most health insurance. So if you don't live near a Low T Center or you're just busy and need the convenience of at-home treatment, Low T Center makes it easy and to get started, only your first two visits are in person. Go to LowTCenter.com to book online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. Brighten up your face and make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. Look 10 years younger. We have added laser treatments. McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. This is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Did you know that you can plan your funeral in advance without actually paying for your funeral in advance? In other words, if it's not a convenient time to pay for your funeral, you can still choose your funeral items and we'll file them away for later. Let's consider that together. You make the decisions for yourself, and when that financial window opens up, it becomes an easier decision. Call me at 615-893-2422, and let's plan together. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. All Sports Talk, Tim Tackett along with Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air. Lee Calvin, the financial services with Edward Jones, uh, sitting over there pouring over the Region 4, 6A standings. And we'll get to that in just a minute. We've got a phone caller on the line. He may answer your question, Jeff, before you ask it. Go ahead. Well, we're good. If we can get, get you on the radio here in a minute. Hang on, we're trying to get you on the radio. We hear you in the studio, but I don't think they're on the line. You're asking, you're asking, can you hear us, Jeff, through your radio? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, can you hear you? All right, we're, we're going, Jeff, we're going to drop this and try to call back in and let's see what we can do. He, his question, Jeff, was, do you know where Cal Schwarber played college ball? I have no idea. No, I don't know. I, I, I'm on pins and needles to find out. <laughs> pins and needles? Both at the same time? Pins and needles to find out. Uh, high school football for sure. Mm-hmm. This is the final week before the playoffs start, and and we've got a couple scenarios we'll need to talk about, but uh, let's see if we can't get the phone call in this time. Let's go. You, yeah, you, you got me? it. There you go. Uh, I, I was going to say, TV was talking about Kyle Swarver. You know where Kyle Swarver plays college ball? No, we we asked that question while you were on leave there. I you Indiana. I you a hurrying Hoosier. I you I you I you. I did not know that. I you he played played he played played I you and then he got drafted. He played in the minor leagues for a while. I saw him play a double A in the Tennessee Smokies. About I don't know. Whenever they called him up, I don't know when it was, whatever year. It was. Well, he's he, called him he, up from the, he's, from the he, Cubs. He, of course, he got to win the World Series. Of course, he got traded over to the to the uh, the Phillies. But uh, last team in and and uh, last team standing, I guess, in the uh, World Series. I don't know how. I think well, too was going to be for the be for the be the for the Phillies. Well, I think that went out with the. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Who's going? What's going to happen in Region Four Six A football Friday night? Who's going to get in the playoffs? Well, well, I, well, I can say this is the only way Rockville can get in. Rockville has to beat Oakland, or Stewart, if Stewart's Creek beats Riverdale, then Rockville gets in. That's why they have to beat Rock, Riverdale. If Stewart's Creek beats Riverdale, then Rockville's in the playoffs. And Riverdale's not. I, I don't know if y'all knew that or not, but either that happens, or Rockville beats Oakland, so they'll get in. 
Well, Wash River Dow has to be has to be your Stewart's Creek to get in. But well, I was going to ask you guys. Sure. What do you, what do you guys? What do you guys? Chance I've seen Eagle play. Eagle will play three times now. I watched them play Friday night. They played Collinwood. Of course, Collinwood's not that good. They banged up Mert. But what, how, how do you? What do you guys think Eagle's chances are with Fayetteville Thursday night? Fayetteville is awfully good. I, I don't, I'd like to pull for. I, I will pull for the home county team for sure. But that's going to be a tall order, don't you think, Jeff? I would like to think that Eagleville could win, but I, I certainly don't think they'll be favored. No. Yeah, I don't think they'll be favored. They play Thursday night. I didn't know, but they, right. they won. They, they won. Fayetteville could win the state championship. I'm not sure Eagleville's in that league yet. Yeah, they, they, they was one five in a row. They started that one three one five in a row. But I tell you what, they play really good, really good. They Friday night they block. They got some special teams plays, and, and their defense is playing. Well, their defense is playing. I mean, defense is playing like that. They they've got this uh, lineman. He plays both ways. Packs and Steam boy. He's really good. Number seventy. I don't know if y'all seen him play, but he's really really good. They've got some other linemen too that really plays. And, uh, let, let, let me say it this way: Eagle Eagle would love to play Fayetteville in the playoffs, wouldn't you think so? Which because that'd be round three. Yeah, they would. They play if they got. They, 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 they got three. They play. Yeah, they play again probably. But yeah, they they definitely would. Uh, they would. Now I was gonna ask you guys: Do you think Blackman and Oakland will play again in the playoffs? Now hang out and listen. Thanks. Blackman and Oakland, uh, you know, probably so. Uh, our, yeah. our number two team has traditionally won the, the first round game. I, I I'd say that's going to be the case, Jeff. If you look if you look at this past Friday night scores of Rutherford County schools. Outside of Laverne, who played Centennial very well, Laverne got beat thirty-one to what nineteen, I think it is. Played them very well. Everybody else won and won by impressive numbers. And to tell you what, Riverdale's win over Nashville East was really, really impressive. Uh, yeah, and Nashville East, if I'm not mistaken, was unbeaten. Uh, and and Riverdale got them and got them a couple of touchdowns, I think. Yeah, beating by 30, yeah. 30 to twelve, something like that. Yeah, something. Yeah, that's that may be exactly right. So, uh, uh, you know, who who knows? But, Riverdale's in a position to do that, but Jeff, if they if they end up in third or fourth spot, somebody's got a, a handful to probably to play in that first round. I would think so, and uh, I've already been asked once today, so I, I can pass it along. Uh, the the playoff brackets, which are um, sort of semi done right now, sort of a little bit, they'll start to work on those Saturday night. Excuse me. Well, probably Thursday night, but certainly Friday night after sure. the scores start coming in from all across the state. And then they'll have to call various people in Memphis to find out who won because they won't call in their scores. And it, so sometimes Saturday they'll start and really have a finished bracket in each division. Uh, uh, and they're pretty good at it, but there's a lot of stuff you have to consider in the brackets and who beat who and where and all that kind of stuff. So. It'll be this weekend. We ought to know. What we can say is we know Region 1 and Region 2 will play each other. Yes. The number one team in Region 1 will play the number four team in Region 2. Right. And then three and four regions. Right. Five and six and seven and eight. And the top two teams in the region will host that first-round game. That much we know. Right. Then after that, it gets a little tricky. It does. And um, the I haven't done it the last couple of years, but usually when one plays a four – the, the one will probably win, uh, well, probably every game, but uh, 90, they may lose 90, one. 95%. Yeah, they, they may lose one. And it's always in the 80s at least. And when you are when you get down in the, I'll say, lower brackets, although I'm not sure there is such a thing as lower brackets, but when you get down in the three and the four and two and that kind of thing, there are more upsets than, than there might be. Part of that, Jeff, is, is those are the – the uh, classifications that have the four-team regions oftentimes. Right. Which means if you're a four-team region, somebody's going to be number one, even if no, no, none of the four teams are any good at all, which can sometimes really happen. Uh, and it, and we've debated this in the past. I hate to see a 1-9, and 0-10 team have to turn around and play a, a, a number one seed on the other side. Uh, if, if I were coaching, I'd know what I'd say to my kids, but in, in my heart of hearts, I'd say, I just soon pack the bags and let's get ready for next year. Yeah, we, we and I agree with you. And we've had some really bad routes in that. I, and I, I always felt like, well, we spent ten weeks here proving that we're not a playoff team, 
And so where are we? In the playoffs. <laughs> We're in the playoffs. And it does happen, particularly if somebody, uh, a school, and this happens probably every year, a school is uh, is removed from the playoffs for whatever reason, a sure. rules violation or whatever. It happens. It does happen. And when you do that, you cut down the number of people in that region again. Uh, and pretty soon you've got a, a one playing a four, and there is no five. Well, <laughs> when we went to six classifications and then three in, in Division two, there's very few regions that have any more than six teams. Right. Six would be maybe the average. I'm going to guess more have five than six. And some have four. And when you get to that situation, it's, it's kind of like the NHL or the NBA. You play all season long to just figure out who, you, who you're going to play in the playoffs because practically everybody gets in. Well, I've, I've been for eliminating the first game of the playoffs really almost since, since the beginning. I mean, I, I realize there's exceptions. I understand all of that, I think. But a one and a two – to me is plenty but maybe not and it, it will be true somewhere just about every year a three or a four will advance and advance again it does happen so clearly to, you know I'm, I could be wrong well as we're wont to do being old guys we recollect back to the days recollect you like that word oh, yeah, back word. to the days where yeah. only one team from Right, got in. You know, it was winner take all every time down. We expanded, expanded. We see it in baseball. We see it in football. NFL has gone crazy. <laughs> so, and, and as we mentioned, Major League Baseball now has has four different, has three different series to get to the World Series, as opposed to once upon a time the National League and the American League had eight teams in it, and the winner of that league played the other winner of the other league, and that was it. Well. I'm not saying that I'm against change or, or, or pretty much anything. I, uh, but I, I do know this. The year that the Central Tigers, uh, I'm pretty certain I'm right on all this now. I'm pretty sure. that uh, Won the state championship. I believe they were 12-0. and 0. Okay? Oh, at the end of the year. Uh, everything included. And they obviously had a perfect regular season, 10-0. and 0. Well, and they, and they won it. Okay, great. That that's absolutely terrific. The next year, if I'm not mistaken, the Tigers were nine and one, and did not get in the playoffs. Sure, because if you're ten and ten and zero, and you end up twelve and zero, that means you only played two more games, which right. meant there were only four teams invited to the playoffs. That's right? Exactly. Four, correct. four is a little light, don't you think? <laughs> well, we get. I don't know how many we got in there, but we got a bunch. We got a lot more than that. All right, let's take uh, take our break for the all. Blue Raider Insider Report. Uh, anxious to see what Chip's got to say about this week's game coming up for Middle Tennessee. The Raiders not playing last weekend. Need to win. Need to win badly. We'll get to that in just a minute. WGNS. Listen to us anywhere. News Radio WGNS is Rutherford County's place to talk. 100.5, 101.9, 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Still a steady flow of traffic on 24 coming in from Davidson County, making your way through Rutherford County. Lots of radar on 24 this afternoon. Certain parts of 840 over on Sulphur Springs and 24 through Manchester. Hey, attention, Dennis. Dental Staff School can provide you with quality dental assistance google dental staff school i'm commander chuck with your on-time traffic when news breaks when traffic's horrendous when the weather's bad be the first to get the news traffic and weather you want with a text alert from news radio wgns free text alert sign up online at wgnsradio.com with the service you get from state farm you might think our car insurance costs more i'm state farm agent bud morris give me a call at 615 615- 893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40% you may find it even costless. At State Farm when home and auto works as a team you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auction. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com. 
to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance. 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Everybody and of course, Middle Tennessee football was off over the weekend, but the MTSU Charlie and Hazel Daniels Veterans and Family Center and the Blue Raider football team are honored to host the 40th annual Salute to Veterans and Armed Services football game, which is the longest running in the NCAA. Kickoff against Charlotte slated for November 12th at 2:30. Thanks to great partners like your Mid South Ford dealers and the Daniels Center. This day will be filled with events and activities to honor and recognize our veterans, current service members, and their families. The Veterans uh, Memorial Service begins on the 12th at 11 a.m., pregame picnic at noon, and, of course, Raider Walk at 12.15, followed by uh, the game at 2.30, and all of our veterans and military members on the field uh, at halftime. That's uh, more information available on how veterans can get free tickets, all available on Go Blue Raider. Raiders.com. And coming up on Wednesday on the roundtable, Don Witherspoon will be joining me along with Hillary Miller of the Daniel Center and Chelsea Floyd. We'll be talking about uh, the veteran salute game. And again, it's the 40th annual coming up this November 12th. Of course, the Blue Raiders had the weekend off. They will now get ready to take on UTEP. But over the weekend in Conference USA, uh, on Friday night, Western Kentucky got uh, had two field goals in the second half to beat UAB 20-17. to 17. They now take over second place in the conference. We'll give you all those standings in just a minute. Elsewhere on Saturday, it was Rice outlasting Louisiana Tech in overtime 42-41. FIU defeated Charlotte 34-15. They led that game 31 to nothing at Charlotte. It was Charlotte's homecoming. And in the wake of that, Charlotte coach Will Healy was fired yesterday in his fourth season. Charlotte off to a 1-7 start. North Texas was a hard luck loser to UTSA. Uh, 31-27, UTSA scored a touchdown with 15 seconds left to win that game at the Alamo Dome over North Texas. And FAU and UTEP went at it at the Sun Bowl, and UTEP kicked a field goal to win it by a score of 24-21. to Around the league, the standings look like this. UTSA in first place at 4-0. Western Kentucky and North Texas now 3-1 and uh, tied for second. Then you have Rice at 2-1. UAB is now 2-2. Their losses have come to UTSA and Western Kentucky. Following that, you've got UTEP, who's 2-2. FAU, 2-2. FIU is 1-2 along with Louisiana Tech. Middle Tennessee is winless at 0-3. And Charlotte is 0-4 in conference play. All right, things coming up uh, tomorrow. Uh, it's going to be Community Lunch Day at uh, the Penn Station on Memorial Boulevard. And uh, on the day, 15% of all proceeds uh, are donated to the Blue Raider Athletic Association between 11 and 3. Come out. I'll be there for lunch tomorrow at Penn Station on Memorial Boulevard. Also, uh, Blue Raider Nation wins the blood battle with Western Kentucky as Middle collected 480 units of blood donated to the American Red Cross of Tennessee. 
Women's basketball, there will be, of course, an exhibition game on Friday night. Then uh, against that will be against uh, Christian Brothers University. Then next Tuesday, another exhibition against UT Southern. That'll be $2 Tuesday. Coming up on Friday night at the Christian Brothers game, all kids that come with a, uh, a Halloween outfit get in free. All right, that's it for today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. Don't forget, Rick Stocks Alive at 6 o'clock tonight right here on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. Tim Tackett and Jeff Jordan. Jeff brought to the fans heating and air. Lee Collin Financial Services with Edward Jones. Let's talk high school football, Jeff. You want to know the uh, schedule? Well, let's. Yeah, let, let's start there. Why not? Siegel at Blackman. Um, McGavock at Laverne. Rockvale at Oakland. Stewart's Creek at Riverdale. And Smyrna at John Overton. All those games are Friday night. Thursday night, Fayetteville is at Eagleville. And Middle Tennessee Christian School is at Friendship Christian. I think I'm right in saying the only one of those schools that we know in our county that will not be in the playoffs is Siegel. I, I, I think that's safe to say. Eagle is going to be in. Middle Tennessee Christian. I don't know about in. Laverne. Laverne can be in. They're not eliminated by any stretch. They'll need to beat McGavick to do it. I mean, there's a lot of things that have to happen. I'm not saying anybody assured of that, but I think the only one that goes into this, this weekend without a chance to get in the playoffs would be Siegel. Uh, and Jeff, they've, they've come on this year. Frankly, they're, they're, yeah. they're far better a program than they were this time last year, and uh, I'm satisfied they expect to win some district game, region I, games next year. I would I would think that would be correct, yes. And, uh, and I, I don't think I'd bet against that, would you? No, I would not. No, I would not. Uh, I think we have an opportunity to uh, to have some people advance and not um, not referring just to Oakland here. I think we have a chance for more than that to happen. Well, let's 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 start at Oakland because they're the, 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 the uh, meant – School that so far have been uh, in the playoffs and won state championships and state championships and state championships. Uh, kind of give me your thoughts on winning it again. I think their chances of winning it again are are very very good. Um, now it, there's a definite possibility this year. Uh, that first of all, coaches hate it. You did. You still do. I do. When you look ahead you know say well we got to play so-and-so you know we may, we got to beat so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so i know Ooh. where you're headed with this all right so but maryville has if i'm not mistaken lost three games that's correct so it could be somebody else and if oakland can get that far and i think they will yes but then nothing is 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 given Mar- you know? maryville streak of region wins was stopped this year I think 144. That goes all the way back to the, right about the year 2000. And there's their streak of being in the semifinals or better in the state playoffs. Jeff is is up there too. I don't know what that would be, but yes. But now I will say that, say this: Maryville has lost three very good teams. But the thing that, that Maryville now has to face uphill battle it with they lost their best running back, the guy that's really carried them because they've not had a real 
strong passing game all year anyway. And the guy that's been carrying the load doesn't look like he's going to get to be back. So, uh, Jeff, I think there's uh, more than even money that Maryville won't get to the semifinals this year. Well, assuming and it may not be Oakland that's there. I mean, there are other teams sure. that are going to play for all of this. And, and uh, as somebody said to me and a long time ago, and, and I would have, I'd agree with this, and he said, if, if, you, if you win and you get a winning streak going and things are going well and all that kind of stuff, he said, there's a dozen other teams out there that are staying up 24 hours yes. a day trying to figure out a way to stop Well, harken you. back to the Dixon County went over Riverdale how many years ago was that? I don't know. It came out of the – completely out of left field. I mean, that just – it couldn't happen. But I sat there and watched it happen at yep. Jones Field. Yep. Probably you did too. Yep. I did. I, I – uh, uh, well, there are a number of good teams. I, I would say that Kingsport Dobbins Bennett is a powerhouse this year. They're always pretty good, and they're very, very good this year. But there's, you know, I would imagine that they're going that a number of people in East Tennessee say, "Well, Farragut this is finally is, our year." Farragut's is, got a real shot too. Oh yeah, uh, sure. So, uh, yeah, th- th- this conversation that we typically have in church this Sunday. People ask me, well, will Oakland beat Maryville again this year? Which is three weeks ahead. Because right. church people before Sunday school class don't mind talking four weeks ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches won't do it. but it's Your just, Sunday school members will. It's just, it's just a given. <laughs> Oakland Riverdale, excuse me, Oakland Maryville will be in the semifinals. Who will win that game? I said, well, whoa now, guys. We've got to yeah. get there first. <laughs> but they say, uh, they'll get there. And, Jeff, I, what for the last five, six years, that's what they've done. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say, well, you said a while ago, fifty fifty, and that's fair. You know that's okay. I, I'm if I were a betting man, which I definitely am not, I would say Maribel will not be there. And I hope Oakland is. But well, let's I talk hope about somebody let's, is. So we we've got Oakland with a more than a real chance to win a, a game or two or three or four or a state championship. Who's the next team in Oak in in Rutherford County that's got a shot to? Extend their playoff run pretty deep. In this in this district? No, not in this it, region. It can be Uval, it can be Middle Tennessee Christian School, it can be Smyrna, it can be whoever you want to say. Who do you think's got the next the, the next chance to, to, to get to round two, three, and maybe well, four, and maybe five? I don't know how to put a to put a, a number on it, but I would say that Middle Tennessee Christian School has an excellent shot at that. Blackman has a good shot at that. Smyrna has a good shot at that. And – it could be, depending on where they fall, Riverdale could have a chance to do that, get out of the first round. Um, so it's, you know, depends on where you play and, and and who you play, obviously. And truth is, and I think I kind of said this earlier, but most most of the time, particularly in a first-round game, the home team wins or the higher-seeded team wins. Yes. Put it that way. Um, but I think we've got – a real good shot to put people in the third round. I, I think now after that, you you start you're crossing over into other regions and you're coming back and playing each other. You and it know. goes without saying you need to stay injury free as best you can. Uh, I mentioned I think I think the reason I don't think Maryville will get there is is the fact they lost a very good running back that that's really carried the load for them more than typical. Typically, they have the load spread out amongst several people. This year, it's been pretty hot, top heavy. Well, and I, I know we've said this before, uh, but it, it, is, it is definitely true. We don't consider, we don't even talk about hardly things that can decide games and, and or have a big influence on games, and one of those things is the weather. Yes. But another thing is, is the injuries. If Rockvale doesn't lose their quarterback, they're likely in the playoffs. But they lost him. And and this is a team that beat Riverdale not just a touchdown but two touchdowns, and but anyway, once in a while a good team turns it over a bunch of times. Right. About four or five years ago, Marshall came in here, favored by a couple touchdowns over a struggling Middle Tennessee team, turned it over six times. Middle Tennessee won the football game. Right. You know, even good teams can't do that, and it was so uncharacteristic for them to do it, but. I don't see Oakland doing that. I don't see Riverdale doing that. I don't see Blackman doing that. But, Jeff, you never know. If you, if you do that, you're going to lose. Well, what kind of odds would you have given 
the Tennessee quarterback and the running back get mixed up on a handoff and at the 10-yard at the line and the ball laying there on the ground. What kind of odds would you give against that happening? You know, I'd have bet that would never happen. Sure. But it happened, and the kid scored in two seconds <laughs> for the, the wrong team score. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, you, you just cannot predict that kind of stuff. Well, it'll all happen on Friday night. Everybody keep in mind that in the playoffs, every game is played at 7 o'clock local time. Right. And, we, and where we are and who we play against, we'll be playing against on the eastern side. A very good possibility that your game will start at 6 o'clock six. Central time. So you need to pay attention to where they are. I don't know where that line is, Jeff, where the Central and Eastern time is, but uh, there is one somewhere between here and Knoxville. Well, it's right outside of Crossville, I think. And if you go to Chattanooga, of course, nobody goes to Chattanooga. <laughs> I'm saying that to our board operator who's from Chattanooga. But it's it's down there, you know, around the lake somewhere. I don't know where it is down there. But you watch out. Watch for the sign. You'll see it down around South Pittsburgh, somewhere down that way. <laughs> You get the moccasin men take a left. There you go. Well, you, you, you're gonna you're gonna find now if you can find the University of Chattanooga, you've really done something <laughs> because they built it so you can't find it. But anyway, I know how to get there. I do too, and it's a beautiful park. It's a beautiful stadium, um, and great place to broadcast from. Matter of fact, it may be the 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 best I've ever broadcast from. It was really nice. You talking about the new stadium, Finley Stadium, yeah. which is not on. UTC campus, by no, the way. No, it's not. That's uh, correct. I don't know if old if old Chamberlain Field was it Chamberlain the name of that field there on campus? Is it gone? Do you have any idea? I don't know. You would think so, wouldn't you? Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. All right, Jeff. When we come back, I want to broach the uh, 50th anniversary of Murphy Center celebration that's going to take place pretty much all year, and uh, maybe catch a memory or two from you of Murphy Center. We'll be right back. Once a fear weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. You should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Chip Walters here with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. I was named a top 10 agent in the number one Exit Realty office in America in 2021. The top question I get around town, how's the market? Eh, good question. And the answer's changed a few times this year alone. I'd like to know what you've heard and share some solid data we have. Give me a call and let's have a cup of coffee and take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. All my contact info is right on my website, choosechip.net. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Good afternoon. Still a steady flow of traffic on 24 coming in from Davidson County, making your way through Rutherford County. Lots of radar on 24 this afternoon. Certain parts of 840 over at Sulphur Springs and 24 through Manchester. Hey, attention, Dennis Dental Staff School can provide you with qualified dental assistance. Google Dental Staff School. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murphy Spurl's favorite pizza is now hiring at all three locations. That's right. Join the Surf Pizza team. Just stop on in and ask for a manager. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Good friends at First Bank sponsor this section of All Sports Talk. Great service, great smiles, wonderful people. Locations across the state of Tennessee. First Bank, right here in Murphy Road, to be sure. Jeff, in Murphy Center now, there's a sign in three or four different places, Historic Murphy Center. Yep. Now, you and I have discussed the fact today, we've suggested that we're old. We are. I am, for sure. When, when I was a student at Middle, I saw the hole being dug for <laughs> Historic Murphy Center. So if you were in college and, it's, and it becomes historic, 50 years, but it, it's, a, it's an iconic building across the Mid-South. First of all, the glass house is, is, is a wonderful outside structure, but, but not just basketball, not just volleyball, not just graduations. The list of who's who that came through Murphy Center in the 70s and 80s on the concert stage just is staggering. Staggering to think that Elvis Presley was there five times. Chipper had a show, I want to say it was a week ago, Wednesday. And I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember the guest. 
I apologize, Chipper. Harold Smith, probably. I don't remember. But they were reading off a list of the people that were had performed there. And uh, I thought I'd been to some stuff, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, I really, Alabama, they were great. I, mean, I thoroughly enjoyed them. I didn't go to Elvis. My wife did. I did not go. Um, you drug me to Pearl Jam one night. I've never forgiven you for that. <laughs> and I'm really being serious. <laughs> No, not no. It didn't make your ears bleed. Well, we were working for the BRAA. We, we, we were. We were doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. we were working concession stand. Uh, but anyway, that's correct. And the list of people that perform there, bands and individuals, and it was just staggering. Well, take out the Beatles. Yeah. And probably uh, uh, the Rolling Stones. Take those two out. Because they didn't make it here, but just about everybody else did. Elton John? There's a bunch of them. You're right. And there were a few people in there that that came as the uh, opening act for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And then later they became the the, 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 the the star. You know, 10 years later, they were back again. I, I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoyed Here's them. how many groups, the way I see it, Jeff, that came through here. It was such a commonplace thing to happen. It didn't make news anymore. Right. When, except I guess Garth Brooks doing his announcing he's going to do five shows in a row and Elvis is going to do five shows. Those those made stats, but Elton John coming in didn't raise anybody's expectations a whole lot because it's going to sell out. It happened every month. Right. It seemed like somebody like that. So it, it was amazing. Now that's before Bridgestone Arena was built in Nashville, and Murphy Center was at eleven thousand five hundred, the biggest arena in Mid South. And uh, opened their doors, and uh, Jeff, I guess the university must have made some serious money. I suppose so. I and uh, I, I did talk with someone the other night who who uh, we, we were just we were talking about uh, Magic Johnson, and I said, well, I saw him play in college. I said he played right out here at Middle, and and they said, oh no, he never played at Middle Tennessee State University, and I said, yeah, he did. He most certainly did. Michigan State played out there, and they won the championship later. Uh, uh, and but there were a lot of good players that played out there that weekend. Yeah, yeah the first round of the yeah. NCAA tournament back when days when there were 48 teams and the in the first round was played at Middle on uh, March the I don't I don't remember 10th and 12th I think because we, we went uh, uh, we we got word at Riverdale that coaches were invited to come out and see watch them practice and um, uh, we went out and watched Tennessee I think play or practice. And, Notre uh, Dame was there as well, right? Yeah, Notre Dame was there. Edgar Phelps and, yeah. and crew. Yeah, and uh, um, it was it was just a great time. And and to watch Tennessee practice, um, I I don't know what they got. Maybe they got an hour. I I, I don't remember. Forty five minutes or did whatever. They take this tape out and measure this. Make sure it's. They did feet. not do that. No, <laughs> but they practiced, and there was not one dead moment of the whole practice. They were running and doing stuff continuously. And if the ball went out of bounds, that didn't make any difference because the manager's standing right there with another one, and then he'd go get the other one and come back. And they, they were all up and down the sideline. It was interesting to watch them practice. If I'd coached my girls last. Like that, they'd all quit. <laughs> I would have quit. <laughs> any any game really sticks out in your mind or Ma- two? Matter of fact, yes. I I, I tell you one thing that uh, I did not like, and that was the choice of, and, and this is a small thing, really turns out, choice of the seat colors. Oh, they were they were just all kinds of seats in that auditorium. Or in the in the gymnasium, you know, an off red and a yellow and a lime green and all this kind of stuff. Well, now of course it's one hundred percent blue, which and it really looks good. I understand the new floor. Have you seen the new floor? I have. I have not seen it, it and it's, I, it's sharp. I am told it is one of the most beautiful floors in the country. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. But the game, this won't surprise you, at all. The game that I remember, and that and wasn't the first one, which was Vanderbilt, which we managed to lose barely. But it was it was a good basketball game. But the game that I remember was the fly. Yes, Austin P. And that guy got so much publicity, and and rightly so because he was a heck of a basketball player. Uh, but and 
because we did not like Austin P. But that's not unusual. We didn't like anybody. Didn't like but, Tennessee Tech. No, no. Didn't no. like Murray. No, no. Didn't like no. Western Kentucky. Oh, and we certainly didn't like Tennessee State. <laughs> but we didn't like to fly. And uh, and they they had a guy down there that was in a big can of flit, and he was running around the floor trying to spray the fly, and and we beat the fly. Uh, barely. I don't think it was, it was, you know, I don't remember what the score was, but uh, very few points. Big crowd, big crowd. And, of course, they just booed Austin P to death. But, anyway, I, I do remember that game. That was so much fun. I don't recall who middle played in the – that back in the OVC days when you, the championship game was played at the Higher Seeds Gymnasium. So, it was a championship game Middle Tennessee hosting – Austin P or Tech, I don't know who it was. But I remember George Sorrell, who's a great, great oh, player. Oh, wonderful player. Back in the days before dunking was outlawed, taking the ball with about 15 seconds to go, taking the length of the floor and slamming that thing home with two hands and the crowd roars. Of course, technical foul called. Nobody cared. Yeah. Uh, that, that just burns in my mind. I was in there, but I, I guess the games tend to run together and there were so many of them. But clearly, a lot of the stuff that we did – when we played Western, was I'm, I've been in that gym. This is hard to imagine to, 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 today. I'm sorry, it is, but I was in there one night. Well, really, t- two different times. Once with once with Jimmy Earl was coaching. Another night, Stan Simpson was coaching, and but we were playing Western. And Tim, you absolutely couldn't breathe. There were so many people in that gymnasium, and you couldn't get to the concession stand. Forget getting a coke. You weren't going to get one because there wasn't enough time. To walk up there and stand in line and get your coat and come back because the line was so long, and that was just a tremendous atmosphere, and just and the crowd certainly did not like Western. No, and uh, I think about five years ago when Middle Tennessee clinched the conference USA championship against Western Kentucky, might have been the, the best game in that arena that I've seen. Yeah, maybe so. When Kermit Davis was coaching, and that's the team that I think turned around and beat uh, Michigan State. Uh, tremendous atmosphere that t- time. And going back to NIT, the year the middle played uh, Georgia, Boston College, and somebody else, Tennessee. They beat Tennessee the first round, Georgia the second round, and lost to Boston College all three of those games in, in Murphy Center. Uh, that that was back in the days when the NIT did exactly that. Georgia comes to middle. Tennessee comes to middle. Because the small schools like us would embrace that game. You played it at Georgia, eh. We didn't win. We're not in the NCAA tournament. Eh, it's not a big deal. So the, that happened over and over. Murray State, uh, Evansville's of the world, uh, played some some really good basketball games and some great teams came in. You know, when we've talked men's men's basketball and and that's fine, but when when this town just absolutely fell in love with the Lady Raiders. Yeah. And uh, and 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 they'd had a, a good relationship and and so forth, but when Anne Marie was playing, and and Alicia Clark and Pickle and others, that was a special relationship between them and the crowd and the and and it was, and it's never worn off. It's still there. Who was the first great women's basketball player to play at Middle Tennessee? Who was? Who who would you call? Oh, I don't. I, Kim Webb. Yeah, well, yeah, but we've had, yeah, okay. Kim, Kim Webb from Smyrna, she was uh, awfully good. Well, her, her jersey's jersey's hanging up there somewhere. You get, you can go on GoBlueRaiders.com and vote for the all Murphy Center team. They got about twenty four, excuse me, forty nominees up there for you. And it's pretty special. We need to stuff out. We got to go. Money will be in tomorrow for more all sports talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ears Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.